So the first project you dropped was Enter in there. Yep. And before that, you were just kind of like writing joints. You weren't you weren't in the studio much. I was in the studio actually more than. Yeah, I was probably in the studio more than, but I like I didn't have like any clear path on like putting no oh, fucking a, a trajectory. Yeah, it was a just a collage of music, a, mm. an eclectic fucking collection of different sounding shit that I was experimenting with. And I would just throw something up every now and then. Mm. But a lot of it I just sat on and let evaporate. Yeah. Let it date <laughs> it itself. Pra- it was practice. A lot of it was practice, right? So when you started writing, were you pretty much just writing verses? Because when I started writing, like I didn't really have an idea of song structure. I just mm. wanted to rap. Okay. Like, like for, so for me, writing choruses was difficult because I just wanted to spit a 32 bar verse like mm. you just want to keep it potent yeah so uh, like in the beginning I, it was more so like just bars but yeah like, then i like when i actually got into the studio recording it was more it was more so just like song structure and things like that so i really really like tried to focus on like structuring a song the way i thought it would look mainstream or like mm. trying to Im- like mimic the, the way it looks in the mainstream yeah and like okay so it so like I was like trying to get people to take me seriously. So I did want to have it constructed in the beginning. Like, yeah. Like after, like I guess after like, yeah. like after the like vetting process. Actually, yeah. Frantic taught me a lot about like song structure, because mm-hmm. um, I just I just didn't know how to like I knew how to rap, but I didn't know how to make a song. Which is a I mean? case for a lot of people in the beginning, right? Because it's like you're just like rhyming and you're putting this together and you're rolling with this and you're tying this into that and it just it ends up being a page long. Of like, oh. Is there yeah. anybody specific that helped you learn the structuring? Yeah. Uh, uh, Nick's, shout out Nick. He, he was definitely a big brother and a mentor for me early on. He was like, yo, deliver it like this. Make sure you're structuring this and make sure you're making sure you're hitting your punchlines at the right time. Don't put your best punchline in. It ain't going to be your first bar. It's like, you know, like in like set in, a, in allowing me to learn how to set punchlines mm. up. Well, it's like it's like a movie, right? Yeah. Like it's like you got to have the build up. You can't have all the action at the start yeah. and then it's just you know, like you got to have that build up and that's exactly. like really important in hip hop. Yeah, and like, like he just he taught me a lot about set up the structure and like manipulating how I'm using things. And also like one thing that he was big on is like using slang. Like you use slang to make this word rhyme with this word. Like Yeah. Wisconsin and what, what, what did T uh, Pain run with back in uh, Toronto? Like, I, I don't But off remember. that fucking song, you like, somewhere in West Canson. Like, and it's like, he was just like really fucking slanging yeah. out and manipulating. Well, you can even like, learn you that. even like, yeah. It, like, especially if you, even if you listen to like Southern hip hop. Yeah. Like, even just the drawl, like, you can, the way you pronounce a word, you can rhyme it in ways that you couldn't in a New York exactly. accent. You can. You, so it's like also like using different types of accents at different times to really fucking mm. flex on like a track and show your versatility and making things work. And this is going to sound weird, but you ever think about watering your shit down? Like, 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 not that you yes. do. Not that you do. I've, I've never heard you water shit down. I, I've, but, I've definitely thought about it. I'm like, fuck, if I'm it's like, because like you're... You, the mainstream is discouraging, I guess. Looking at the mainstream and mm. looking at where you are as an artist, where I am as an artist, 
it's kind of discouraging and not discouraging, but like it's like, all right, cool. If I can break that, then I can go back to this. And then it's like, just water shit down and simplify it and make it fucking. Well, it's just like if I can just like talk Molly Percocet instead of like talking about like the scars on my body and mm-hmm. on my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like really getting into it. It's a. It's less stressful because you don't got to air yourself out. Exactly. You and know it's what I like, mean? And it's and it's just surface level entertainment for people. And yeah. They're like us. Oh, this is fun. This is fun. So it's like, I've thought about it. Never, ever done it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I feel like you're, you really consider yourself, you know, there's artists and there's entertainers, mm-hmm. right? And there's, there's an important distinction, right? And I feel like you really pride yourself on being an artist. Yeah. Like, like I want to create, I want to, I want to put out something that I, I felt was worthy of that creation. I don't want to be just like, all right, cool. Here's another track. And mm-hmm. like, just throwing shit out of wall tell I'm, I get really scared of like, 10 years down the line saying, say, listening to something I put out today and really cringing yeah. and being like, that's, that's where I was at. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what I was saying. That's what I was promoting. And like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a, it's a definitely like, it's like, oh fuck. It's like the realization. Cause even if I go back to like, I got this like, uh, exterior hard drive that I fucking have some high school tracks stored on. <laughs> <laughs> like my, my, might might let you listen to something sometime, but like <laughs> I, there's some shit I'm just like, and we was like cringing listening to it. And it yeah, like, and it's not, and it's not that it was like, oh, that was fucking horrible to say. It was just like, damn. <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm like I'm not that person I was as an adolescent. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's like, and it's like, oh, like fuck, that's so funny. I'm saying some shit that like that, and not even actually understand the full background yeah well it's cool because like you know it's a it's a it's like a journal yeah it's like a journal like i can go back and listen to my old music and be like oh shit i remember that like that's where i was at so like so between your two like full full length projects Mm -hmm. the abyss and redemption how do you feel like the the writing process and the creation process had changed um so with Abyss, it was just like I was writing to like get like to to gain recognition and like show my creative side and what I was capable of, and then so that's where the the writing process was with with Abyss, uh, but more so with Redemption, it was like it was more personal. It was more for me, like in terms of like okay, I gotta get back. And I gotta get something over for people. Mm. I gotta, you know, like, cause like it was damn near three years between the projects. So it's yeah. like, uh, so really having sit sit back so long and not do shit. And mm. I felt like I was lacking material to give people. So I was like, I redeemed myself. <laughs> was re- was redemption harder or easier creatively to put together than the abyss? It was, I, I guess, not creatively. I don't. I didn't struggle with it creatively. I was more like confidently, like being sure and assertive of like putting that the fuck out. It was like a lot of self doubt in that mm. process because I was like, because I like for I think I sat on that for a year, if not more, and like just thought about like fuck, I should add more to this. I should add more to this. Mm. Maybe another song, no. Just in like just playing tug of war with myself, like 
I like this, I don't like this. It's really dope, it fucking sucks. And you know, that thing that we get into our heads about as artists and it's like, so it was yeah. just more difficult personally, like in, in like accepting it. Accepting yeah. it as like, I should just put this body in there. Yeah. Being able to move on from a piece of work is really important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being able to just get it out there, like once you feel it's good enough, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't put out shit you're not happy with, but like at some point you just gotta get it out and move on to the next one. Yeah, because like I think for me is like the longer I sit on something, the less happy, happier I am with it. Yeah. So it's like the sooner I get that the fuck out, I'm well, gonna be like, cool, it's out there, I've done what I did, and now people can consume it and take it in for what it is. So. Yeah. Well, like you listen to your music a lot. Or at least like when you're getting ready to drop something. Like I find when I'm ready to drop something, I listen to it a lot because I get like I want to hear the details. And sometimes I just get fucking sick of myself, man. Like I like like people will talk to me about how dope a song is, and I'm like, fuck that song. I already heard it eight million times. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I already spent so many hours with it. I wrote the goddamn thing. Yeah, formed it and and I recorded it and I listened to it and I listened to it and then I gave it to you guys. And I just find it like. I find it interesting that people hear it differently because mm. I'm like, I'm just stuck on hearing it that one way. And mm. I'm like, oh, I heard this. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. People oh. tell me that my lyrics mean things that they don't. <laughs> people are so sure that, that my lyrics so mean things sometimes. And I'm like, no. Nope. I've had that happen to me one time. <laughs> it like, rhymed. <laughs> the word <laughs> rhymed. <laughs> the word rhymed. That's it. And it's like, it's funny when like, I, I, I don't know. I think it's just funny when someone gets something different from the music than I intended, which is, we're all entitled to. That's it's not cool. that it's a bad thing that someone's getting something different from it. It's just like, oh, that hits you in that way. Because someone else's experience that may line up with something that you said mm-hmm. is a different, it has come from a different origin. Yeah, I've yeah. had people tell me that my, like they saw way more into a line than I ever met. And they're like, their perspective <laughs> is so cool. You and so I'm just deep. like, you're, you're right. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> When you when you when you gave a deeper Brilliant. definition to yeah, yeah. The somebody tells me that Mike. surface line that I threw out there, <laughs> yeah. Um, so who do you want to work with that's coming out of here? Oh, the Halifax? Yeah, like who's somebody that's like oh. who's like so somebody young? Actually, no, no. Let's let's put that on the background. Who, when you were coming up, is somebody that you really fucked with and was like, I love their style and I want to be like that. Hmm. In general or Halifax, are we general Halifax? In, or in let, let, let's just say like, let's at least keep it to Canada. Okay. Uh, let's say, let's like, like, I would like to keep it more Atlantic region. Like, you know what I mean? Like who, who's someone like, I told Jay you my- Brew. Jay, Jay Brew. Jay is always one of those ones that is like, I haven't worked with him yet. I've worked in proximity with like doing different shows and stuff like that. But like, we haven't worked together on track, which is mm. weird. To think about now, but like Jay Brew has always had like that shit. Like yeah. you know, like he always comes hard and he always the, uh, saying some shit. It's not just like he's not just always he's not just rapping. He's his, not just uh, saying dumb shit. Stranger in My Hometown album mm-hmm. was so fire. Like, it was one of those first local albums that I was like, "That's heat." Ambition was a big one for me too because yeah. he just has the dopest voice. Like he just. Yeah, he's his cadence. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, fuck, he's so laid back and shit. That's what I like, mean. It's just so cool. 
Of course sucks. You yeah. know, it's cool being at a point where like a lot of people that like yeah, no, you're, I, you're, I looked up to are, are, yeah, are peers now. Peers, yeah. And it's like you're, you're working on them with a first, like you're getting to work with them and you're getting to learn a lot with them. Like socks, uh, funny, it's like I met socks not as an artist first, funny enough. Mm. It's like because of working at Alter Egos, he would he lived next door or whatever and just fucking just meeting him as Darren is like, you know, like. Oh, cool. And then he's like, yeah, oh, he's a rapper. I'm like, oh, really? Fuck, fuck. And then getting into his music and then being like, holy fuck, this fucking person's dope. I should be learning from him. Yeah. And then him just fucking basically taking me under his wing and fucking taking me to another level in my career that I wouldn't have reached at that point. Absolutely. You know? Shout out Uh, to Socks, man. He's been there for like a lot of us. Works tirelessly for people, which is like a rare quality. Yeah. (laughs) you find in anybody. And so, like, you you have that and, yeah, like, having the people to support you and then put you in the, like, without Sox, the best wouldn't have happened. Neither would have Redemption because all those recorded at Festers, I wouldn't have known Fester yeah, throughout. Like, yeah. Like, so it's like all this shit ties together through this one. Like, well, even I met you thing. through Sox. Exactly. And it's like, you there's so I mean? much shit. And it's like, we don't know how much some, sometimes one person can hold a lot of shit. And bring it together. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. And like, you know, uh, even you, you gave me one of my first shows. Yeah. Well, was, like... Was that the Pavilion? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, one at the Pavilion and we would do the Raw Ciphers yeah. at Egos. Those were fucking dope. Yeah, those man. Really we should bring those back, man. The Raw Ciphers were dope. I don't think dope. I got the energy for those. No. <laughs> get no for the shit. I wish. But it would, we'll get something. The something talk about socks is making me think of like... So you're also like involved in the community and like, and like like putting on shows like mm-hmm. the emerge like you know or like involved yeah in like working with that working with that shout and like to doing Dina for fucking yeah, holding out. that down Dina yeah. vitamin D vitamin D entertainment uh, but like you know in what ways do you think being a, like a community oriented person and like helping put on these shows has impacted your artistry. Uh, gave me, it, it allowed me to create art that I was able to like, just think and be like, this works across the board. This isn't as raw as it, it's going to be. It's not going to offend people in like a way of like, um, say a fucking, I don't know. You name a track that is like going to fucking, that is just made for one particular setting, like club vibe, or I'm just touring my fucking album and yeah. people are here for this one thing. But being booked for, being creating music that is able to be across platforms because I've done school tours, I've did Canadian tours, I've done fucking community shows, I've did fucking like little side jobs where people are like, oh, I want, can you come do this at Seven Bays? Like I've done like, yeah, like you know, all sorts like, of shit. All kinds of different types of shows and being able to have music that is versatile to fit any of those pers- demographics from being, is it 14-year-old kids to 18-year-old kids or mm-hmm. is it strictly a community show where it's all ages? Is it a show where I'm just in a club? You, just having all of that and not just pigeonhole myself. You have to be versatile. Yeah. Otherwise, like, you know, your fuse can run short pretty quick. Yeah. So like just I I mean like as an artist like this like this it's like a meat grinder you know what I mean you're on top then you, they chew you up and spit you out right exactly. so like you gotta really be involved in 
you know, suddenly even I learned I was mostly focused on just being a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was my shit. That's what I want to do. But I wouldn't think about other aspects of like the culture, about like putting on shows or producing or doing a podcast, right? And like, I didn't realize how much just being involved in it would impact and like better my art and introduce me to people that would teach me things mm-hmm. and like make my life better. And that I could do that for other people, that I could put other people on. Exactly. And, and I think the biggest thing for me doing shows and doing like the UNI Festival and Raw Cypher and so many other things along with other people allowed me to see what I was looking for and what I should be looking for while working with promoters and mm. people that are booking shows. And it allows me to like really look through because there's so many people like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this show. You guys, can you come, can you come do this show? When is it? What is it? What yeah. is it for? What is, why are you doing it? Yeah. Like, oh, I just wanted to do a show. Those times, usually those ones are the ones that fucking fall through and you committed to it or they like, they'll hit you up fucking the night of the show. And like, you're still coming through and they haven't did any follow-up, mm. you know? Like, and it's like, there's there's different levels and not just being, yeah, never do pay to play, by the way. Yeah, no, no. That's just a side note. <laughs> side that's note. like, that's like, it's like me going to a restaurant Okay, and then paying me to eat the fucking food. They don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. are the commodity, right? Like, people are coming to see you. Exactly. Right? You shouldn't be paying for people to come see you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's crazy how people exploit promoting and. It's like an OnlyFans where I pay motherfuckers to watch me eat pizza in my underwear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you watch out, pay. Alright. On that note, uh, <laughs> yo. So I just got a couple more questions oh, for you. If you could change one thing about the culture, what would it be? And the culture being the hip hop culture, yeah, and yeah. I figured you extrapolated um, that, but just for the audience out there. But like. <laughs> I would change what the mainstream is consumed of. Like, you know, like I would like give people with fucking real skill, real talent, the fucking mainstream. Like, cool. Like, you want to fucking rap about drugs and doing your shit? Go do that under, you know, like give that to the underground, you know, give that, like bring the underground to the mainstream. To the mainstream. Like, I, would flip, I would flip the tide. Would of course. Fucking, that, would, that would be my, if I could stab my fingers and change something, I would put everybody in the underground that are fucking really dope onto the top. You just the, flip it over. Yeah. You flip the box. Yeah. And then, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be my switch. That'd be the one thing I switch. <laughs> I feel that. I, like, I would make rap less cool. <laughs> like, like if that makes I guess, sense. I guess. I, I get that. I get that. I get that. Because it's, like, everybody's, like, oh, I want to be a rapper. I'm going to be yeah. a rapper. Like, like, I love the art. And I'm, like, happy that, you know, it's out there for the world to take it in. But I just feel like it's it's such an abused culture. You know what I mean? It's such an exploited, you know, culture. Yeah. And it's crazy. That sucks. But it is what it is. Uh, do you think you'll be, like, I can't read. I can't write either. I can't read. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> so, like, do you think you'd be focusing, like, in the future, 
what direction do you want to go in? Like, do you want to, do you want to like, is, is there going to be a point where you want to be mainly an artist again? Or are you happy like being like the, like organizing events and like doing like the you and I fest? Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't want to have to be an artist to get paid. Uh, I guess so. I want to be in the like planning realm of like putting on shows and mm. bringing artists in and paying artists and shit mm. like that because I did like for me being like relying on doing shows to get paid is fucking stressful. It's stressful, it stressful. and it makes being an artist less fun. Yeah, because like I'm like, Ugh. yeah, really? I, gotta I just want to be able to create music and put out projects and like not have to worry about like. Watering your shit down Water, so it'll yeah. sell. Yeah, like, do is this is this something they want? And luxury, like, I have the luxury of not having to worry about that. But I don't want to get to a point where it's like I'm signed to a label where I'm like fucking. They're like, well, it gotta sound like this, woos. It's gotta sound like this, woos. And you know, like, just hovering of like the the image and the branding of that. Yeah. So I, I definitely do want to be able. To, I want to be putting on shit. I want to be doing shit. I want to be working with artists. I want to be working with music. To be honest, that's always when I felt like the closest to hip hop. I'm more, I'm more motivated when I'm like when you're putting on for other people and yeah, shit. Like, too. So like if I'm doing like the UNI and shit like that and the Ross ciphers, I'm more inclined to write better shit because I've just done something I like fucking doing. So now I can decompress and I'm motivated by watching other people come through and yeah. spit some dope shit. And when you when you see a young cat spit some really gnarly shit like like just fire right you're like oh fuck no yeah. <laughs> oh hell no I gotta show I still got it. I oh hell no yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta dust off the microphone like break in case of emergency in yeah. the notepad yeah. like oh listen I got something for you kids crack your back yeah we'll <laughs> get to it hip hop is will always be competitive and if you you can't not be competitive because if you're if you're just like like I said, like earlier, like if you're that person that's really cool with just just making and leaving it just for you, that's mm. fine. You don't got to be competitive, and and also being competitive doesn't mean you're trying to be like or better than the next person. But you got to push your fucking self. You got to like, okay, cool, I got to outdo myself while still like being admiring that this person just did something fucking great. Yeah, like you can't take that away from people. Yeah. You can't be so naive and being like my shit is superior to everybody. Yeah, but. Knowing that there's always room for growth because you're always changing as an individual, so your art should be changing along with you. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. just the forefront and foremost. Yeah. Like, we tear each other down so much Yeah, in this. Crazy. And it's, you know, we generally work better together. Like, I've realized that every time I've, like, you know, like, you know, we were talking about doing this podcast, right? It wasn't just, like, a me thing or, mm-hmm. like... You know, when you involve so many different minds, like you can really do bigger shit for everybody. Like you can, it's better for you, it's better for your friends and your family and your loved ones. And that's why the industry brings in, they have writing sessions. And like when these artists that are signed to major labels, they're not in the studio alone. They have a team of people in there working with them, which is like, okay, we hear that thing about ghostwriters and fucking, oh, he didn't write this and she didn't write that. But like at the same time, it's like, you got to go get an open heart surgery. There ain't one doctor in the fucking room. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, there's, yeah. Not, there's not one doctor in the fucking room. Does, you need you know? a second opinion. You need you need all these other hands, like, to help you perform the best you can. Mm. So, and that's, and that's essentially what we have to understand. And it's like, 
when we're when we're working with other artists, we're gonna get more out of ourselves because yeah. Frank is gonna have a, a creative input. Like, no, like you should do this this way, yeah. and like you know, you know, like I admire sessions where I'm in the studio with other artists. Yeah, like, of course, and yeah, and and you're you're gonna get the best work from yourself as well because. It, it pushes you to create better. But yes, you can you can create at home by yourself or in the studio by yourself, but you're only gonna push yourself so far. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I like, like find like when I'm writing, like I'll, when people are having a conversation, like I can just come up with a hook based on the conversation mm, that exactly. Having, right, and then yeah. they can if they're already having the conversation, so turn well, like, involved. Some, you have a track. Some yeah. of the best hooks I ever wrote, like we've just been. Talking and then like somebody will say something like yeah you know it and then it's just like <laughs> and then I'm just like, <laughs> like they're just like you know just weird what can it's like a football team right yeah right like you need a quarterback you need somebody to throw the ball you need somebody to catch the ball right everybody plays different positions everybody will teach you different things everybody has their strengths exactly and that's yeah. it you you need you need a, you need a well versed team you can't just have fire masters mm. and you need people that'll tell you when you're not Tight, like like when Fest sent me home, yeah. sent us home. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like you need people to tell you the real, the real dope. Yeah, be fucking familiar. Go learn your fucking playbook. <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna step onto the field not knowing your playbook. You ain't gonna fucking like join a team and not know a shit about the sport. So it's like you need to know the basics and you need to know that you're ready to perform and you can do the basics. And yeah. That when you learn the basics, you can get fancy. Yeah. Even like <laughs> even like little things, you know, like. Not holding the mic up here, yeah. right? Not cupping the mic, which is something every rapper does. And if I, if you catch me on stage drunk enough, I'll still do it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely one of those big things but that I've, like, I've... Cupping the mic is my biggest thing. Like, oh, yeah. You can't... It, it totally... The feedback is... Screws everything, everything up. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's the little things that are growing, growing pains. But, you know, I like what I've... Like, the direction I've seen you... Going in, like, thank you. We listened to your whole discography last night, and Redemption was fire. Thank you. If you guys haven't heard it yet, stream it anywhere. KXNGWOOZ on Bandcamp, Spotify. It'll all be there. Okay, so on Spotify, Redemption is has two hours at the start of it. No, was don't. yes, it do. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I don't know how that happened because. Anywhere else, it shouldn't have any. Well, you know, I, you know, I actually, you know, we were talking about it last night, and I thought it was something you did to make it easier to find. I actually mm-hmm. thought it was actually. I thought you like. I did that in person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like, like, someone wouldn't get lost in the sauce with it's all the right. other shit. Yeah, you, but, it's double R, I guess. <laughs> Redemption. <laughs> Redemption. This is my dog. We are not affiliated with someone's roll the room. No. <laughs> You know, yeah. white people can't roll their R's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part, sorry. <laughs> for the most part, for the most part. White people roll their R's. Roll their R's, they can't. Frederick, can you roll the R, Frederick? I don't know. Oh. I'm French. Frederick's French, French though. He's a French, French, French white man. French. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Last question. I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. What's what's coming? What's coming? What do you? What are your goals? What do you focus on? Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? You got another project in the works? Uh, it's on the it's on the drawing board. Uh, like I don't know. I'm just like really, I'm really trying to put together something that shows my versatility and like mm. my diverse. I don't know. Like 
I want to I want to put together a body art that is you can tell it to me, but you don't expect. I want to give you something that you not quite expect. It's not the same stylistically or lyrically. The lyrics will be there, of course. Yeah, always. But like, I want to give you some shit. Maybe I want to do some parody tracks. Maybe I want to do some club bangers. You know, like kind of some kind of shit. Well, balance is important, right? You can't just be serious all the time. I find I'm pretty like if I was to like go back and listen to my music and be like as an objective fan, I would first thing I would say that nigga's boring. If I had dementia, like right now, and you showed me that problem, like that nigga is boring. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that's my that. own opinion of me, though. So, like, I just don't, like, I feel like I get boring quickly. So, I just want to show you on the next fucking thing that there's going to be a little bit of everything and it's going to sound a lot different. I don't get bored of your shit. Oh, that's good. I think a lot of people don't, but I am excited to see what you do next. I like, I like, you know, I feel like you're gonna get more into like at least production-wise that entering the. That's that. I wanted. I wanted to be that collective of not just this sound, not just this sound, but yeah, like you said, like that that R and B. There's a little bit of R and B. There is a little bit of mainstream sound. There's a little bit of like that authentic hip hop and just bringing that all together in a collage of music is gonna be. To do. Of course, and working outside of your comfort zone is like it's it's fun. It's more fun. I want to work with live it. artists or live instruments. So if you hit me up, if you guys want to yeah. fucking work, I need some live instrumentation on here. Who are your favorite people to collab with? I know you got a couple frequent collaborations. Maje would be one of them. Maje is one. We we did a really great collab on your album. You really oh yeah, that was fucking dope as hell. Yeah, um, that's an aquaculture. Yep. You'll hear it eventually. That's going to be fucking crazy. I love it. Um, who else is really dope to work with? Socks is easy to work with. Really fucking dope. And he, honestly, I, I think I every time I've written with Socks or was on his track with Socks, I think I rewrote my verse. Mm. So that, that speaks to the nature of which <laughs> level he pushes me oh, to. Cyrus? Or Cyrus. Oh, no. Socks. Socks. <laughs> no, because on, on, on one of your songs... The start of Sons the, of Osiris. Sons of Osiris, right? <laughs> but like, Sox, Sox will just like come off the jump talking this like crazy abstract shit, but it makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, like on that joint, the first thing is Sons of Osiris. And you're just yeah. like, what yeah, the fuck, man? Like he just gets into it. Yeah. I had a dream like Martin Luther that started super. Watching yeah. the clouds cruise and stars maneuver. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? Just like, 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 he, he is so like, there's, there's, it's very vivid and very... Like, it's not, it's not, it's not surface level. He doesn't rap on the surface. He, you no. definitely have to have an understanding of something, or you're gonna have to search. And it's very visual. Head. Visual, very yeah. fucking visual. This brings me to. I, get, I keep saying it's the last question. All right, the statistical categories of hip hop: flow, delivery, storytelling, blah blah blah. What do you think are your strengths? Storytelling, flow. Oh, I'm pretty fucking dope. <laughs> on other Concur. hand, I'm, on, on other hand, I'm saying I'm boring. <laughs> uh, you know, two sides of the same. Coin. Hey man, that's, uh, that's the duality of man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think my storytelling is pretty fucking dope. Your storytelling is really good. Um, um my, like the dawn from Redemption yeah. was that Redemption? Yeah, that was after Redemption. Yeah, the, the dawn and uh, the fight. 
Those are, yeah, those are like kind of like spoken words. Those were things I wrote to beats that I didn't, that I liked, but I really wasn't in love with. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep these going and just fucking put them out as acapellas and, or spoken words if you want to be so poetic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like those were just literally fucking m- moments of my reality of like, what the fuck? A lot of those. So I was like, it's a new dawn, like someone killed the old one. Yeah, really? it's a new dawn, like someone killed I'm just up watching the sunrise, mm. trying to change the fact I'm feeling like I'm no one. Mm. But if I don't, then let me hang by this bow tie. And, like, just having, like, that that sense of, like, fuck, I, it's a new day, but I got to fucking make something. I got to make mm. something. I got to make something of this. And then but having that fucking grim hope of, like, it might not happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that we all fucking struggle with as human beings it's like we don't we 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 don't usually focus on the positive it's always no it's always the negative shit and it's like if you just think of the positive side sometimes it does change the outcome of a lot of shit a lot of shit no doubt i'm a fucking monk or something yeah (laughs) Yeah. well like yeah Um, i thought your storytelling was always great yeah my storytelling i think my flow is really great cherry pools oh my gosh that tracks that tracks on the next project that's like yeah that that I think that was one of I think to to date one of my best written verses. Mm. I don't know if Frantic heard that, but my I don't PP, know. It was my PP on that afterward. Yeah, you should hear it. It's fucking uh, insane. But yeah, like uh, my storytelling, uh, my lyricism, my mm. flow. I guess I'm pretty. I got. I, I'm very versatile with flow, but I haven't displayed that on my projects. So, yeah. So it, you'll see it on the next stuff. That's what I like to hear. You got definitely got to see. The fucking flow play on there. Yeah, man. You know, you got to switch up the flow. Yeah. And it's, that's one of the things I like, I wouldn't say struggle with. I think struggling presenting is the, mm. is the more so the thing. Because like, I could run off fucking eight tracks right now with so many different flows and then not, they're not on the project. <laughs> they yeah. haven't made the cut. They haven't made the project. Balance is important too. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember one time Socks told me, like, when we first started chilling, he's like, "You need to work on your writing more, right?" And I was like, "Fuck!" I like, I, I took a lot of pride in my writing. Yeah. Right. But uh, but it's was, not in that sense. It's like well, how no, you're it was writing. like it was the delivery. Like, mm-hmm. I would try and cram so much in that I would sacrifice my delivery, and then it wouldn't sound as good because I was like throwing all the bars in. Yeah. But I didn't have that like. Crisp. You wouldn't. There, was, there wasn't. There wasn't space for fluidity. No, and there that space for that fluidity. like hurts. That hurts it. So yeah, switching it up sometimes is real important. I want to get on and the, not getting pigeonholed. Yeah, into just a style like you know. I think the most person that the, you're the most diverse at this table. By the way, I'm just saying it because like you no, do I'd so agree. many different styles, and I'm like when I watched you perform last time, and I was just like. Holy fuck, Frank, it's crazy. Yeah. This is so fucking crazy. It's Because you're going, like, literally from rap to, like, a, like, melodic, like, soulful, like, crazy, I don't know, like, R&B style, but not, like, what you would think of in the terms of, like, yeah. Yeah, Fred will go from, like, I'm going to pull your face off rapping to, like, Uh like, I'm, like... Singing a beautiful hymn to you. Yeah, I mean, like he like like when we were when we started like rocking with the underdogs together, like 
he really expanded a lot of my horizons, mm-hmm. like as to what I could sonically do. Yeah, because I, I, I pigeonhole myself. Yeah. Bored. That's good. <laughs> that, that's a good thing. Boredom is a good thing if it's gonna allow you to create differently. Absolutely. And that's because yeah. like some people get bored and just stop. Stop. And yeah. or get, get discouraged bored. and stop. Like nah, man. We've all faced our fair share of adversity, but we kept it moving. Yeah. And that's life. I think there was one question there that I did want to answer that you asked me earlier. Fuck. Was it the one about being a director? No, not that one. There was another one. Why? What would I? Oh, what? What would be something that I want people to know about? Oh yeah. yeah. If you could, let me just ask the question so they know. (laughs) If you could have one thing that your fans knew about you as a person, what would it be? I'm a person. Um, Not more important than them. I'm like, fuck. Because, like, I don't know. I think what we perceive people as a lot of the times is more than what they are. Mm. And more in more of, we think of them more than what we are. So, like, that pedestal. Yeah, we place them on a pedestal. And yes, there's people over here that are fucking doing really dope ass things. But at the end of the day, they're still fucking humans. They're just fucking on the day to day thing. Absolutely. Yeah, just living day to day. They could walk out and get hit by that bus or somebody else to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're always somebody else to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, man, it's like so that's having, having that thing of like, you know, appreciate you. I appreciate you as much as you appreciate me. I of guess. course. That's, and that's, that's the biggest thing I want you to know about me. That's facts. I don't know about y'all, but I'm getting hungry. I'm hungry as fuck, by the way. <laughs> yeah, let's go get a slice of Randy's. Thank you for tuning right. into the Get Down Podcast. Thank you for having me, Paul. Thank you so much for yeah, coming through, man. Having it's having a man. pleasure to talk to you always and uh, to pick your brain and get a better understanding of a person that, you know, I already got a deep love and appreciation for. So. Appreciate that. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. This was Can't supposed to be an hour long, so <laughs> have fun editing <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs>